Good morning, WestJet pilots and other podcast listeners, and welcome to this special edition of PyRep. My name's Captain Crystal. I'm sitting here with Captain Bernie Lewell once again. Uh, it is 3 a.m. Eastern time out here in Toronto. We're on the 15th floor of the Weston Hotel, and Bernie, something extraordinary happened tonight. Good morning, Chris. It's been a an interesting day, I gotta say. You know, there were some ups, some downs, but I, I think it ended on a pretty good note. I think that's a good way to put it, Bernie. It's sure been a long couple days. Uh, I think uh, the cumulative total of sleep that we've had in the last few days is four or five hours. Uh, we've been at this nonstop. Again, the negotiating committee, they've been fully committed. We've been right there with them the best we can to support them. All the local reps were out this this week, essentially, but especially the last couple of days, fully engaged in this hotel to make sure that we could bring the pilots a deal. And spoiler alert, Bernie, but what happened at 12.30 a.m. Eastern Time? Well, I was going to start out with Monday when we had the picket, and then you're right. Uh, we came out to uh, Markham, Ontario, spent a few days there, got kicked out of that hotel. That hotel filled up, so uh, we had to move out to... Uh, the West and on uh, on Dixon Road here, and uh, you're right. All the reps are here. The negotiating team is here. You and I have, and uh, and Jason uh, Roberts have been here for for the whole time. And uh, today, or the evening, I guess before we were supposed to go on strike, we came to a deal with the company. Right, and and so uh, when you say a deal, let's start using the correct terminology starting now. It is an agreement in principle with the company. So we had an agreement in principle that, Bernie, you brought into the room, the boardroom full of the reps, and it was presented, discussed, and voted on. That's right, Chris. So I think it was at 12.30 a.m. Toronto time, Eastern time, uh, we came up with a deal with the, with the company that I think will work really well for our pilots going forward for the next four years. It's a four-year contract, Chris. And uh, I think it'll serve us really well. Bernie, I agree. You know, as as tough as we've fought the fight and as well positioned as we've been to go on strike, at some point it's also very important as MEC leadership and as LECs to understand where the deal is. And we could have held out and we, you know, people are going to argue you could have got more, you could have got less. We could have got nothing. I mean, so at the end of the day, we, we were able to find a spot where we said this is good for both parties and we are ready to present something to the pilots. So, Bernie, I want to at least go over a couple of the high points because if we don't at least get some of that out there, I think a lot of it's just going to be rumor, leakage, the game of telephone. Let's set the record straight right now. Granted, we're not going to give you exact percentages. That is going to be in a future podcast for you to listen to before we come out and do in-person roadshows. So, Bernie, with this agreement in principle, can you walk us through some of the high-level points very broad strokes on what the pilots can look forward to at least reading the language and voting on. Well, you know, the two biggest things in all our polling data was number one, scope, number two, compensation. So we've dealt with both of those. The scope, we've got a commitment for one OC over a certain period of time. And then the compensation, we've got significant gains, I, I would say, in, in the compensation area. I would agree with that, Bernie, you know, and not only significant gains, uh, we have to talk about a few factors here and I want to kind of get them out there and socialize them before it takes on a life of its own. We've been able to secure significant new money 
I want to call it new money because we we are going to be repurposing some of our compensation. But as we know, as WestJet pilots, there's been a real problem with take-home pay. So not only have we addressed new money, significant new money, we've also addressed our take-home pay issue, Bernie. Yeah, that's absolutely correct, Chris. So uh, there's a couple things we've done there. We've done WSP, unmatched. And we've got the option for those that want it of a pension and that's committed to us by the company now and they won't stand in our way wow you know and when i heard that and we finally had that as one of our breakthrough items that truly does ring home to what we've been saying this whole time during our entire campaign during negotiations show us a future and to actually be able to sit here with you bernie right now and talk about having a pension for our pilots and for the future it's an it's, it's an absolute honor and Chris, again, you know, all, all our talking points have been about making WestJet a career airline. What does that mean? We need to show them a future that, that you just mentioned. And, and part of that is having a pension for these new hires that are coming to WestJet. Pension is really important. And uh, pension, you know, gets loosely thrown around. I don't want anybody to worry about hearing the word pension because this is a new concept to our WestJet pilots. Uh, we're certainly looking at something called a target benefit pension plan. There may be a worry about other pension plans that are less desirable. We are interested in capturing a target benefit pension plan, and there's also language included in that. Whereas if we cannot achieve a target benefit pension plan or a pension plan of our choice, that that WSP money that would normally go into it, Bernie, will sit in our current state, that is Manulife Mercer funds, and it'll be unmatched. The pilot will no longer be required to put their own money in to get WestJet money. And I think we also have to indicate that the pension plan will be an option for the pilots that are already on property. The other thing I'd like to talk about is take-home pay. Well, Bernie, certainly through the polling data and the survey data, that was that was a big one, right? And I know that we've all struggled with take-home pay. Uh, only those pilots that are WestJet pilots will understand exactly what that means. So yes, Bernie, take-home pay is going to go up significantly. So we've talked about pay, Chris. Is there anything else in the contract that you think uh, maybe the pilots would like to know about? Sure. I'll touch on a couple of things, Bernie. Uh, I want to just talk on the total value of what we've added, new money, to this contract. And I'm absolutely honored to report that we've been able to capture an additional $400 million of new money for our pilots over four years. That is absolutely fantastic. So how about a speed round, Bernie? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't, right? <laughs> uh, time bank. Mixed reserve lines at 16 days. Obviously a significant raise. We've talked about that. Uh, grievance and arbitration. There's new language in grievance and arbitration. A whole bunch of deadheading language that is going to allow for more comfortable deadheading. Very specific. New priority codes. Hotel cancellation credit of $40. You cancel hotel on your home base or wherever you are, $40 credit. That goes into a bank. Deadheads. You cancel a deadhead, you can move it. You can move it to help you commute for free. As a commuter, this is a big deal. For me, living in Winnipeg, Bernie, that was a very exciting moment. And the deadheading section is expansive. And we got partial trip trades again. Yeah, the contract, I, I got to say, Chris, there's a lot of gains in this contract. Like you said, $400 million in new monies over the four years. That is really important. I do want to switch topics here a little bit, Chris. The operation right now is in a shambles. 97% of flights were canceled for Friday. This is going to take a team effort 
to get the operation up and running. And I would like to put a call out to the pilot group. Go out, if you can, pick up overtime and help this operation recover. I agree, Bernie. You know, we've been in hotels for two weeks, essentially, with the company to get to this deal where we feel as your MEC, we can all be happy. We can move forward. We can turn over a new leaf from, let's be honest, a contract that had a lot of adversarial effects. And we have something new. And I think the best way to start off with something new is on the right foot. And I I echo your thoughts, Bernie. It is time that our pilots can step up. They understand that we are going to be treated differently. Uh, And in that sense, we're bringing back a lot of the old WestJet feeling. And part of that is stepping up. And we are encouraging pilots to help out this weekend, not only for the company's sake, but for your own. And for the passengers. You know, there are passengers that have booked on our flights and uh, they are inconvenienced. Let's get those people where they have to be. I think that's great, Bernie. And and you know what? Another part that we haven't touched on about this whole contract is there is no signing bonus we're going to be presenting. This is not going to be a sales pitch. We are bringing a contract that's going to sell itself. So by going out and helping this weekend, I want everybody to confidently know that we are going to have retro payment back to January 1st at the new rates. Yeah, no, that that is a huge part of the new contract. We wanted to make sure that there wasn't just a bonus payment assigned to it. You know what? The contract expired uh, December 31st of last year. We feel the new rates should have been effective as of January 1st. And and they are, guys. So you're going to have to bear with us for a couple weeks here as we uh, gear up the road shows, come around to the cities, and then we're going to start up a ratification boat. Uh, and uh, please come out to the road shows, ask us the questions, and vote how you feel is appropriate. Right. Again, I want to reiterate, this is not going to be a sales pitch. We are planning roadshows in the major cities, in the bases. We're going to have some digital information. We're hoping to do a digital video. No promises. Obviously, this is all new to us right now as this contract, this AIP is fresh. A big part of this and a big part of the things that was socialized in the boardroom with our local executive council representatives was we wanted to be able to bring something to the pilots to vote on. That's exactly what we're doing. It is, and thanks again for everyone for your professionalism online. One thing I have heard actually from our CSAs online, they are getting a lot of negative feedback from our customers. You know, there was a lot of uncertainty over the last couple of weeks uh, leading up to the potential strike, and especially in the last couple of days when uh, anxiety levels throughout the airports were, were getting higher and higher. Our CSAs and our flight attendants have been dealing with a lot of a lot of things that they normally wouldn't. So please reach out, make sure your crews are okay, make sure your CSAs are okay, make sure you are looking after your crews and your CSAs. Bernie, part of this new contract is uh, a mutual respect between us and the employer again. Now, we were kind of joking over the last few podcasts on some of the items that have been hung up in negotiations. One of them was uniforms. And we've been non-transpicious on uniforms and what was hung up on it. And Bernie, can you share maybe what the last final piece of the puzzle maybe was missing? Finally, we were able to get a hat that you could wear if you wanted and didn't have to wear if you didn't want to. Perfect. So I want to change the subject a little bit, Bernie. We've been set up for this strike and we've had the Vancouver, the Toronto and the Calgary strike centers ready to rock and roll for... Well, by the time we're done shooting this podcast now, only hours away. 
what are we going to do with some of that stuff? I mean, we have real estate deals. We have all sorts of furniture. We have, as many of our pilots have held themselves, we have many strike signs. So what do we do with some of that stuff? First of all, Chris, I got to thank our volunteers. Christina Thompson, the, the strike committee chair, Tom Lindstrom, the vice chair, all the volunteers that we've had across the country, Pete Boney in Vancouver, Brant Villatard in Calgary, Rob Sims, Mike Molinaro in Toronto. These guys have set up these. They have, they have enabled us to enact a strike if it was required. Right. They were the backstop of negotiations. We knew that that was there, and, and that was a very powerful piece of today in negotiations. And Bernie, I was, I was really relaxed when it came down to the 11th hour because I knew either we were going to get the deal that these pilots earned or we were going to go on strike and everything was taken care of. And there was no worry. And Chris, you know what helped the goats was that they had these guys behind them. Exactly. So we have a bunch of extra strike signs, guys. Everybody's been asking for the, especially the will strike if provoke signs. So what we're going to be doing, you can look for a future communications. We're going to be giving those signs to our pilots for a donation of $40 to Ronald McDonald House as a fundraiser, a continual fundraiser to the charity that we support. We don't want any of the stuff that we've done to go to waste. So I think that's a great way of repurposing some of these items and having a bit of a memory of what has been a very long, drawn-out, yet exciting CA2 negotiation. Right, and now this will actually become a part of our history. Going forward, I hope we never have to go through this again. You know, hopefully in the future, the company will respect us to the point where we don't have to enact this sort of action going into the next next negotiations yeah and i think that that handshake at the very end bernie where where we we able to get the uh, agreement in principle here this evening that meant a lot and i think every uh person on the union side and every person on the company side seen that and nodded their head and said this is how it should be we don't want to have to be even talking about arbitration going forward because this was so much easier than going through a big fight now granted I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. This is going to be ratified by the pilots. We want to give you the information. It will not be a sales pitch. It will be a data-driven schedule of in-person roadshows, of digital presentations, and you will have the language before you vote on this contract. In closing, Bernie, I want to personally thank you, our fearless leader, our MEC chair. You've knocked this out of the park. And every single hour, every single minute you've committed to this pilot group comes to fruition right now with this AIP. So on behalf of all the WestJet pilots and the podcast listeners, thank you. Chris, it's been a fantastic eight months working with you and the other team of 120 volunteers and our 1,800 pilots. We're, we are a great, solid group. And, uh, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you very much for, for allowing me to lead you guys for the, the last eight, eight months. So I want to thank all the WestJet pilots who've been listening to these podcasts and getting their information from us, your MEC, throughout the final hours of this negotiation. We are here to support you. We are here to provide you the information. And we will be bringing you this contract for you to make that important decision on. For now... Bernie, myself, Jason, the LECs, the dedicated committees who have been out in Toronto here for the last couple weeks, 
We're going to be getting some rest, and we're going to be right back with you with a whole bunch of information. Stay tuned, and thank you for listening to this episode of Pyra. Pyra. 